You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover. California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. <clears throat> Buenos nachos, fuckos. I'm with longtime friend Jim Padilla, and we are driving up to the Wilderness Indoor Shoot. How you doing today, Jim? Say hi to everybody. Hello. <laughs> He's giving everyone the finger right now. Um... We're going up to shoot uh, the Wilderness Indoor Money Shoot. It is going to be nothing short of a bloodbath. Um, it's got it, like it's pretty much going to be all the monsters from before, but it's going to be all the monsters. It's going to be like the AB Invitational, I'd imagine. What, will you, what do you say to that, Jim? You think so? Yeah, the competition is going to be top flight. Top flight, he says. I agree. Uh, Austin Watts is going to be there. He's the prodigy uh, out of Chico, Reading area. Uh, Heather Smith is going to be there, who is shooting 300s. Um, Mark Rubio is going to be there, who just lost to me at the State 450. Uh, who else? All of us. I mean, my buddy Jim's coming. Uh, Rudy Sandoval, Alan Brunetta. You know, Team West Coast is going to go uh, and be there. It's going to be gnarly. All the Expendables, uh, Doug Rosin, Randy Long, you, you know, you guys know the names. So <clears throat> for all you guys listening in other states, it's basically uh, northern and uh, yeah, I would say northern California's good shooters. Like a, a lot of our top quality shooters are coming in today. And, uh, you know, just to put that in reference for you guys, whatever state you're at, maybe you're going to go to an indoor shoot. Just imagine all of the good guys from all over the state, or at least the upper half of your state, are going to be there. It's uh, it's going to be a bloodbath, especially when there's, I think there's only like twenty line or like twenty spots for a shooting line. It's going to be packed, so uh, I'm excited. I'm extremely nervous. Jim, how are your nerves doing? How how are you feeling? Oh, I feel great about shooting with a bunch of pros, national champions, past record holders. I'm very confident today. <laughs> <laughs> likewise my friend likewise <laughs> uh it seems like every event i get nervous but this event i personally feel nervous and i don't feel very confident and it's kind of like a weird um it's a missing component uh this time around in every event that i've shot so far i've been confident and uh, i'm lacking confidence in this event uh for you know various reasons but I don't live by making excuses, so I'm going to try to get this confidence back in the first. My plan is show up, get some practice arrows in, get the confidence back right there, and then know what you know our job is. And when, I mean, none of us shoot this for a paycheck, but your job is to just execute clean shots. 
control your aim. Don't let it run away from you. And just break shots with that dot in the middle. It's so simple, especially for indoor. And everyone has this tendency to overthink it and make it something it isn't. All you have to do is break shots in the middle. And um, the main thing is not letting it run away from you. Like, you control the shot. You're, you draw back, you anchor, you aim. And then at some point, if, if this shot goes bad, you can, know, you, like, you can, I guess, relive it in your brain. Where at no point, like, it's going to be the same for everyone. If the shot goes bad, it's going to be because it got away from you. It could be any different flavor of that. So, if anyone out there is maybe going to go practice today or maybe you're getting ready to shoot an event, um, maybe you can lean on this thing that I am leaning on today, which is, this. It, you know, you might not be going in confident, but your job is very simple. Just don't let it run away from you and uh, good things will happen. So, <clears throat> me and Jim are almost there. Um, hopefully, we get you know a good event going we'll do a a little midday podcast recap and then me and jim will do a a big recap on our drive home and maybe i can steal some of rudy's podcasting equipment so this podcast doesn't sound like shit jim what do you got you got anything to say to anyone not today (laughs) (laughs) all right everyone i'll talk to you guys in a little bit hey fuckos here we are uh we are on our lunch break right now, I'm with my buddy Jim. We uh, shot two qualifying ends and had some like mild shoot offs to determine to break up the ties there. Uh, Jim, how'd you shoot on your first qualifier? Uh, I shot good. I shot a 299. That's pretty damn good. Uh, is that that's not your personal best, right? No, I've had, I got some 300. Yeah, you got 300s on your belt. My best at this shoot. Yeah, I'm shooting for money at least. Yeah. Uh, so you shot 299 on your first qualifier, and the 299 on my second qualifier. That's awesome, man! I shot a 299 for the first qualifier, and then I got a 300 for the second, and then uh, we had some shootoffs to kind of. They don't really count X's to break ties for these qualifiers. They have you shoot off to like for each of the qualifiers. So in the first for the first qualifier you were in the shoot off, correct? Yeah, there's there was uh seven of us in there for the first qualifier. Who are you shooting against? Uh, some unknown guy named Wendell Souza, Alan Burnetta, Randall Kilpack, Ben Hobbs, uh the Austin. young young gun. Austin. Yeah, Austin they, and Caleb. Yeah, there's the this kid Caleb uh dude, what's his last name? Quinones? Quicho. Quicho. And, uh, yeah, that, that kid's fucking crushing it. I think he shot a, he shot a 299, tied us in the first. In that uh, that first shoot-off, where did you end up placing, Jim? I got fifth. I got third. I lost to Alan Brunetta and Austin, which fucking stung. Because I beat both of those jack offs with an X count, a two ninety nine twenty seven X. Oh my god! Yeah, that fucking. You were shooting so good. I know it, it's. Is it, huge. It's exactly what I said on the way up here, though. The, the name of the game is to not let it run away from you. So for the second three hundred. How many I, X's would you give up for? 
that extra point. I would give all my X's up for the extra point. I would shoot a 300 zero X if I could. <laughs> if it was a if it was a sure shot thing. <laughs> so uh, the second qualifier came around, and uh, Jim shot the 299. I shot a 300, so I went to a shoot off with Caleb, and uh, for first and second, Jim, who were you shooting with? Uh, ben Hobbs, Alan Burnetta. Um Who else was it? Jacob? Yep. Yep. A lot of the same guys from, from the one before. Yeah. How did you end up placing on that shoot-off? Uh, I took it third place. Hell yeah. So we did two scoring ends, and everybody maxed out at 60 points. We didn't count X's. And then we went to a single arrow shoot-off closest to the center. Cool. cool. Who ended up uh, getting first and second? Not first and second. It would be the. So you got first. Yeah, Caleb got second. Second. I got third. Oh, so you smoked it. You took those guys then. Yeah. That's what you're saying by third. Yeah. Had a boy, Jim. So I wanted to go into before we head back to the shop because we still have to head back and do shootoffs. Jim had his really cool experience that happened to him third way through the first end or through the first qualifier. Yeah. Why don't you walk us through that, Jim? Okay. In my mind, this is a tragedy <laughs> of the greatest extent. So, I'm shooting the thumb button. Always have a little issue getting it to go off, like everybody does. You know, finishing the shot, executing. You went to a thumb button from a hinge, though, yes. right? Yeah, because there, I have some uh, physical issues lately, and it's been tough. Yeah, to get it, to get it to to go off, because of you know I fell at work and jammed up my shoulder pretty good. But anyways, so. Partway through the first game, I pull back, and the clock is ticking, and I'm having trouble getting it go off, and I punch the hell out of it. <laughs> and the worst thing in the possible situation happened. It was an inside-out X. Dead ringer. Yeah. And in my mind, you don't want that. And then pretty much 90% of the second game – I punched every shot after that, and I punched every shot in the shoot-offs. <laughs> I'm, I don't even know what to say. And it's working out for you in such an extreme degree. Yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, Kyle Douglas does it," does it? But I'm like, "I'm no Kyle Douglas." So, hey, well, I don't know. It was, uh, it was pretty cool because I believe that that is a legitimate way to shoot, assuming you can hold in the middle and you're not doing some kind of weird drive-by nonsense. If you're not just trying to catch it on the fly and it's a deliberate controlled shot, like, why the hell not? Uh, I guess it's working out that way right now. I'm definitely not doing a drive-by. I'm, thank God for that. But uh, <laughs> I'm very concerned. So <laughs> Jim's concerned as he's fucking slaying all these other people. Slaying my buddy Alan, he slayed Randall, slaying just everybody. Oh, it's wonderful, man. Uh, I really hope that, well, I hope the punching thing works out for you. And I hope it, you know, I hope it, you can keep it going in a good, positive direction. I mean, we still have uh, shoot-offs now. We're going to go into brackets and right. sh shoot off. Uh, 20th. Uh, 20 ver 20th versus 19, uh, eight, you know, 19 versus 18, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So. I wonder who I'm going to be shooting against. I think uh, – You will be shooting against many people. 
<laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, that's how everything's playing out right now. Uh, I punched one shot off, and you know, it's it's hard for me to punch shots off. And I don't mean to say this in a bragging way. It's just the way I've practiced shooting this button so much is to pull. So I still, you know, I, I'll run into times where I get hung up, and I'll, I'll just let it down now if I get hung up. But uh, I did have a shot where it just held so good in the middle, and I thought, hey, you know what, why not? Just, just, just give it a little thumb flick in there. I flicked it in the middle and uh, then thought, okay, that was your one. Don't do it again. <laughs> so uh, I'm hoping I don't have to do that. I mean, I only had to do it in the middle of the round, and the rest of them kind of went off easy. I started uh, choking up on my release a little bit, and that was kind of letting the shots go a little easier. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I got, I got another 300 in the bag, but... Again, I would have liked two 300s, and that just didn't happen today. It's not in the cards. So now on to the, uh, on to the shoot-offs, where hopefully we can make a little bit more money. <clears throat> what do you think, Jim? I have uh, the utmost respect for you because you did it once and didn't have to do it again. <laughs> and it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like cheating on your wife or something. Oh, right? It feels that bad right now. It does. <laughs> hey, everyone. If you can, Dave Cousins said it. I don't give a shit how you get that arrow in the middle. You get it in the fucking middle. Uh, I'm gonna have to call Dave then. Yeah. And, call uh, Dave and ask him. Tell me to give me the right mindset to make this okay. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, me and Jim will be back in a little bit, um, and hopefully we'll get some good news or a cool story or what have you. Uh, peace. Holy smokes, and that's the wrap-up for the the Todd Hawkins Wilderness Indoor Extravaganza. What's that, Jim? 2022. 2022. And, uh, man, it was exciting. Uh, when we got back from lunch, we were put into a bracketed shoot-off um, immediately. Uh, no, no warm-ups or anything, which is, you know... It makes sense. Let's like let's test everyone. Sure. And so, uh, Jim, who did you draw on your first? Um, Brian Webb. Oh, he drew Brian Webb. Yeah. Uh huh. How'd it go down? Uh, he got me. I dropped one more point than he did, so he went moved on. Yeah. Uh, was it? Uh, so we were shooting three ends, uh, three arrows. Um, was it? Uh, was it a 89 to 90? Or, like, how, how did it play out? It was uh, 58 to 59. 58-59. My first, uh, my first dr like, person that I shot against was Aaron Calhoun, who hadn't shot in a, in a very long time. And, uh, you know, I, I knew I had that. <laughs> I had that on my side, is that this guy, you know, Aaron is a really good shooter. Aaron. Yeah, but he was even saying, like, well, I, you know, I haven't shot in forever. So he's still playing with, like, you know, the grip on his bow and stuff. And so I kind of felt confident in that one. I put um, a bunch of X's down and I think just, like, a, maybe a 10 or something. I, I cleaned it 90, and I think Aaron dropped one. Oh, yeah, 60. 60? 60, three ends. Three ends, yeah. So uh, that's a 90, dude. Okay. <laughs> three ends of 30. It's 90. And so, uh, so uh, I knocked Aaron out. And then the next match was against Keenan Smith, which is Heather Gore Smith's main squeeze. And um, I actually dropped a nine on against him in the very first end. But then 
Keenan matched that nine with an eight. So I thought, wow, well, if, if I can just, you know, that's kind of like getting um, a free pass. Like you got him, you know, I made a mistake, shot the nine. And then Keenan shooting the eight is not like an automatic win, but it was like, a, okay, you can keep playing. The door's open. Yeah, just clean your shit up and don't let it happen again. Keenan shot great. Keenan's new to shooting, and uh, he shot some personal bests in a t money tournament. Yeah, he, like, a, not a 300, but very close, right? Like 299, and he shot a 300 recently. Yep, he did at home. Uh, he's putting the, uh, turning the screws to uh, Heather there in archery. <laughs> and then, um, so I ended up eking out a win against Keenan, and then I drew Brian Webb and uh, just wanted to shoot clean with Brian Webb, but I started holding long and started punching off shots. I was, for some reason, incredibly, incredibly nervous against Brian. Whereas, um, like the, not that I shouldn't be, like we all know Brian's a great shooter, but, you know, try not to overthink it because every match you're really just shooting against yourself. You're trying to shoot clean faces. So I, I try not to think of the person. I try to just, just think of what I'm, you know, what I'm there to do. And uh, I started seizing up and not, not following through with my shot and so I employed the old Padilla and I punched off Damn it! I, <laughs> I punched off two X's or I think an X and a, and a, a half shaft 10 which you know is not the way you want to do it but uh, that put me into the finals against Caleb Quiocho I got his name now yes. it's Quiocho you guys uh, look this kid up or I don't know if you can if you're an adult I don't think you can look up kids on Facebook I think there's some kind of law against that very far. He'll be coming to a range near you. Yeah, this kid is dynamite. Like, um, he's kind of like, like I had never heard of Caleb before today, but um, now I know of him. He is kind of like. I was asking Mark Rubio about him. And he says he's been shooting at Wilderness for quite a few years when he's been even younger, and he's been shooting up to this level since then. But they just haven't seen him in a couple of years because of the pandemic. And uh, he's just grown, and he's still putting them down range. Yeah. That kid's a fucking – he's dynamite, man. And so, um, yeah, I got matched with him. And, uh, it, uh, we, you know, we started shooting off, and I think I was – I think it was all X's, maybe a 10. Uh, here or there, and I think uh, Caleb was a couple X's, couple tens, and like a stupid idiot, right? I thought that I had already won the match because I thought X counts takes it, but Wilderness has a rule, and it's not like the rule changed. It was it, the rule was there from the very beginning. I just forgot that X's don't count, right? Or that if you if you shoot a ninety, regardless of your X count, you're going to a one arrow shoot off. So the fucking hubris, the hubris and ignorance on my behalf. After the I shot my ninety, I gave <laughs> Caleb this speech, kind of that was like, "You shot real great," and which he did. He shot awesome. I don't think he dropped. Did he? I don't think he dropped any points in that finals. Do you know, Jim? I don't think he did. No. If I, you know, if it was, you know, in my mind, I had him on X's, um, and then, uh, you know, I gave him this speech, and and hopefully. Uh, Caleb at one point in time wants to do the outlaws, <laughs> and he say he hits me up first. You know, Caleb, I got dibs on you if you you know if you're cool with that. Um, but uh, I gave him this speech about how good he shot, and then I took my target down and walked away. And I was informed that we had tied and we're going to a one arrow shoot off. 
in which case uh, in that in that moment I shot a 10 Caleb shot an X and sent my ass packing so that's how the cookie crumbles today Wendell's this is my first event indoor event that I placed second at and and didn't place first yeah it was great tournament you guys arrow for arrow you know he's just um, you could see it there is the kid has nothing going on in his head. He's just drawing back, anchoring, executing his shot, and it's going middle. And he's he's thinking about nothing else besides going home and eating some cereal and playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> Pokemon Go. I, I bet you that kid goes home and plays an archery video game. <laughs> he probably created a Wendell character, and he's just beating the shit out of that character right now. <laughs> This guy, the, the Wendell character has got the lower back tattoo, Jim. <laughs> the lower back tattoo says Caleb was here. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, you know, it hurt to get beat by Austin in the past because Austin's like a 20-something-year-old child. It hurts so much more to get beat by someone who can't drive yet. <laughs> He's uh, actually physically shorter than you, has a physically shorter draw than you, and a physically smaller bow than you and smaller arrows yeah he beat me and he was shooting 23s uh i'm shooting 27s you know uh and uh man the kid just shot great uh, i can't i can't take anything away from him he's kind of like our Bodie turner you know you know Bodie turner is jim i've heard of him he's uh, quite the phenom yeah. he's a phenom up, up north yeah i think he's like 14 or 15 and i bet you if uh, Caleb keeps on the same track that he's on now, he will be a Bodie Turner. Or, you know. Who Both of these kids are one girlfriend away from being lost to archery. Getting all fucked up. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, uh, I kind of thought that was going to happen to Austin. You know, when Austin got a girlfriend, I thought, well, sweet. Austin's out of there. You know? But, you know, as uh, fortune would have it, uh, Austin's back with a vengeance. So, uh, damn. Damn. <laughs> what are you going to do? But, on the positive side, you shot a 300 again. Yeah. In uh, the second go round. Yeah. You made it to the final round. Shot it. You did everything you could. You executed mm -hmm. to your fullest extent. And so did he. And he was... Just a little bit closer on one arrow, like you said. On it, it's any dog's day, and especially when it's only one arrow. Yeah, yeah, truly, truly. And I think it's like what you said, man. He had a he had a clear mind. He has a shot process that he's uh, you know, or something that he's actually leaning on to make these very consistent shots. He has a great follow through. You know, um, I know someone said he, he shot a lot like Randall, like a like a Randall follow through. But I I thought he had a, a pretty strong follow through. I know that Randall doesn't have a strong follow-through, but that kid whips shots off, man. Yeah, I and mean, he's done probably – he had 45 seconds to go when he was, you know, ready to walk off the line. Oh, yeah, he cracks those shots off quick. Yeah, yeah. but his, his execution is very fluid and follow-through. You know, it's just – he doesn't have, like, the pizzazz on the bow arm. It's just – he just <laughs> he just keeps it out there until that arrow hits – Pulls it down, shoves another arrow in there, and goes for it again. Yeah, man, it was. I fucking hate losing. God damn it, it fucking sucks. But you know. You did great though, Wendell. 
Uh, at least I lost to... Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm going to go home and fucking cry for a little bit. Uh, but, I don't know, it's it's kind of cool. I was I was a little bummed out that the Bodie Turners and, like, you know, the Blake Jeromes, they're all up north. They're far away. And now we got one. There's one here in the, in the you know, northern California. I, I have a theory on, on what it was. Go on. You always refer to the expendables of wilderness. And um, you've been doing pretty good against them. So they went back to the cave and pulled out their secret weapon, which is Caleb. <laughs> they built some kid yeah. to come fucking ruin me? Yeah. <laughs> the cards were against you. I know. He's younger. Yeah. He's got better eyesight. You know, doesn't have to work a full-time job. <laughs> Look at all this. Oh. I hate it when people talk like that. When uh, he's probably homeschooled, so he's got a lot of time to practice at home. Yeah, you know what they, you know what he's uh, majoring in in homeschooling. Wow, archery. <laughs> but man, it's awesome. It's just awesome. I'm super jazzed that you know we got our own version of a Bodie Turner, or you know that girl's name, uh, like Lico Ariola. You know, like the, we have ours. You know, and he's he's over at Wilderness. The future. The future is now. Yeah, you know, uh, I I could totally see this kid Caleb being uh, a real scary person to shoot against when he's you know in sixteen. So I mean, he's scary to shoot against now. I didn't want to shoot against him. Yeah, he's he had a pretty good game there. He, he likes to let down and his arrow falls off and uh, totally <laughs> onto the floor. No, he didn't do that on purpose at all. But uh, uh, he lulled everyone into a false sense of security and then he jammed an X in their ass. <laughs> I was so hoping Alan. So Alan, when I was shooting off with Brian, Alan was shooting against Caleb, and I was like, "All right, Alan, now's the time to step up, put this kid away." That's right. Alan and him were shooting against each other, and they went down to the one arrow shoot off also, and they had to go and measure it, and it was about a thirty-second of an inch. I was told to Caleb to Caleb to take the win over Alan. Yeah. So it was nuts. I was really hoping. Um, you know, the Allen would, would wipe Caleb out so I wouldn't have to shoot against him because, you know, when you're shooting against a 13-year-old, ego gets all wrapped up and I'm not wanting to lose to a kid. But, shit, I mean, you just got to do what you got to do. You got to shoot your shot and not think about stupid shit like that. Um, did you see who knocked Austin out? Who was it? I wasn't. I believe it was Brian Webb. One arrow shoot off closest to middle. Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, and I was, as much as I love Austin, because we are teammates, man, seeing Brian Webb knock him out, I was like, hot damn, that's one more killer I don't have to see later on. But then I had to deal with Brian Webb, so that's, you know, terrifying in its own respect. And then uh, going back to your, you and Austin's little war there, you came away with the... Oh, the belt buckle. Yeah, our, uh, our, uh... What's the word? Coveted belt buckle. Me and Austin are shooting off every time we meet up for a belt buckle. And uh, it's a very cool USA belt buckle made in, I think, Idaho. But uh, it's cool. It's nice. But So anyway, Jim. Plus for the weekend, you came away with that. I don't give a fuck about a belt buckle. I want my goddamn first place win against this child, <laughs> against this baby. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it positive, guys. You know, Wendell keeps turning to the negative side, but I'm going to keep trying to remember that, you know, he shot extremely well. 
He uh, had the most X's, I think, out of everybody. Yeah, but still, it, look at the, uh, the two qualifying rounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sort of disappointed because I shot the 299 in the first, and I've had a good run of 300s in competition. I got the 300 on the second, which was great, but you know it wasn't any X count to write home about, and. Uh, and, you know, I shot another nine in the shoot-offs against Kenny. So it's kind of like whatever issue I got is still in the – I'm still shooting it. I'm still using it in this system. I haven't worked it out. And it's something that wasn't there uh, two weeks ago when I shot down in Fresno. So, you know, it, then the oncoming uh, two weeks, it's I'm just going to try and figure out what that is and smooth it out, you know. And, you know, Jim, you've been doing some really cool stuff like – I've I've literally watched you go from being like a 296 shooter to a 299 shooter in the course of like three or four weeks. Do you want to? Can you tell us, or do you care to tell us? Like you could tell us to all go fuck off, but can you tell us what you're what you've been doing to to um, make that happen? Well, I had a couple things. Um, physically, I hurt my shoulder pretty good over a year ago now. So I've been coming back from that, and just recently, in the last three weeks, about that, have I regained strength that I can shoot more than two rounds, two games in a row without being exhausted and have to take a day off. So I can, I can, my practice is back up, which is a big plus. You know, like, like you said, you know, go out and shoot your bow, but I physically couldn't do it. But now I'm back to that, and also. Um, you know, like everybody, it's a task to go to the shop, COVID protocols, all this stuff, wear your mask, you know, and, you know, trying to find time to go to the shop is tough. But I, I have just under 10 yards at my house I can shoot. I've found some half-size Vegas targets that has helped me a lot with aiming, you know. I mean, I still shoot my 27s at it. You know, and it knocks out the whole 10 ring just about. <laughs> but when I hold my my pin up into the spot, uh, scale-wise, it's the exact same, nearly exact same as if I do it at 20 yards on a, on a full-size target. So I feel that's helped me a, quite a bit because I know I, the movements I see are – it's relatable to when I go to 20 yards. Uh-huh. So that's helped me a lot. Right, you're you're actively practicing the art of aiming and engaging over and over. Even though it's a closer target, it's smaller. So your pin float's gonna mirror what you'd be seeing at twenty. Exactly. Yeah, it's been a it's been a big help. You know. How long have you been doing this for, Jim? Uh, I've been doing it for about almost almost three months. Three months. I gotta say, in this past month. Uh, You've made quite an improvement, and today specifically, you shot under pressure in a shop with dimmer lighting than your home shop, and you didn't lose a step, man. Yeah, but I, I'm going to go back to the before. I have that demon inside me now that I'm punching the trigger, and I'm not happy about that. You got the Rocky Balboa demon in you. <laughs> I just hope it's not too deep. I, mean, I can pull The clever laying. Yeah. I punched a couple uglies off today, too, and, you know, it wasn't um, something that I wanted to do, but it didn't, you know, it didn't hurt me. It, it, the thing that sucks about it is that it's not the process that 
you, we've been working. You know, it's not the shot that you can lean on and trust. You know, it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like cheating on your wife. <laughs> it's close. With an ugly Kansas City whore. <laughs> <laughs> Lot lizards. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, um, you know, anyway, forgive my um, really terrible jokes here, but because at some point I would like Caleb's dad to listen to this show and let, let Caleb be a guest on, but I'm sure Caleb's dad is going to be like, you know, you could be a guest. Don't listen though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, I know you're going to go home and work that out. I'm going home. I'm going to get like, you better believe it tomorrow morning. I'm going to go ham- hammer out as many 300 rounds as I can before I got to go to work. Uh, the, the sting of being destroyed by this young man is not going to leave me for some time. Uh, destroy? I wouldn't call it destroy. If you're not first, you're last, Jim. In the truer words of Ricky Bobby, uh, you're right. Yep. And, I mean, it, even if you're first, you're nothing just a few hours later. Like, I've always said, like, the second you're, you're home, it's done. It's in the past. I've always put it behind me afterwards. Well, maybe after I do the Instagram post. You keep mentioning that, but we keep going back to how Caleb just whipped your ass. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> losing is different. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna feel this one for a while. <laughs> but it's nice. I mean, I don't know. I I felt a lot of pressure to try to win all these in, indoor events. I've never had a run like this before, where I had this straight run of wins. Um, so losing gives me something to strive for. You know. Okay, you you came in second. I wouldn't say you lost. You still came home with more money than anybody else there. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry, you, you executed to your fullest extent, and so did he. And on one arrow, his landed a little closer. Yeah. Yeah, but still, there's some things like, um, like you, you know, you said, like you, there's some things that kind of show themselves, that kind of come to the surface at shoots like this. You know, the seizing up on certain shots, not being able to execute the way you want to. Those things are all things that I feel like they were. It's like homework questions that you didn't study for. You know what I mean? So I, the only way to really study for it is to go hammer out as many X's as possible. I agree. I, I'd like to segue one little bit to. Uh Thanks, thanks to Doug Rosin, Randy Long, and uh, for helping put on Todd's shoot. And to say everybody uh, wishes Todd the best and wish uh, he was not able to come out and see us. But uh, in the future, we hope to see him very soon. You know, and we, yeah, we miss him. Yeah, we 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 all miss Todd, and uh, you know, it sucks we didn't get to see him, but. Uh, we were with them in spirit. We were all thinking about them, and uh, yeah, Doug, Doug, and Randy did a great job. They, they made that shoot go super fast. Like, look at we shot two qualifiers and then a full bracket shoot down. It's not even three o'clock, yeah, and we're shot, we're already shot. headed home. We shot two three hundred rounds, and we were done. We started at nine, and we were done at eleven forty-five. Yeah, it, the, those guys ran that ship super uh very militant style yeah yeah very true so it was great it was great uh we missed you todd that was a great you know they're doing it in your fashion they're doing that shoot in your fashion so uh it's awesome you know 
Uh, I in the, for you know in the future I'd like X's to be counted, but <laughs> it's not up to me now. <laughs> when the uh, Wendell Souza shoot goes on, the the rules will be different. No children allowed. <laughs> no teenagers, damn it. Only thirty year olds plus. So, well, Jim, uh, man, it's awesome having you as a guest on this show. I've wanted to have you as a guest on for a very long time, and there I had. A bunch of different moments where I was like, now's the time I'm going to spring it on him. And uh, now I had to just have you trapped in a car for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, like you said, you'd like to have uh, winners on there. And I felt like I had some winning moments this weekend. So uh, I felt like I was uh, actually worthy of being on the show. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You were long worthy of being on the show for since before today. But... Uh, you've always had these moments, Jim, where I don't know if it's clarity of mind or what. It seems to be the thing that I'm preaching a lot lately is uh, mental clarity. But you have these days that you shoot outside of outside of yourself. And uh, I think today was definitely one of these those days. And I'm hoping that uh, you took, take a lot away from today. I hope so, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. I just wish there was more of them and I could string them a little more closer together where, you know, you can uh, hold all those thoughts and actions underneath your hat and just do what you know you're supposed to do. Like you said, right. hold the pin in the middle and, you know, execute that shot and follow through and, and it's going to be there. Yeah. Do you mean like more, more events closer together so that you can put yourself under the fire and test yourself or do you just mean uh shoots of this you know shooting with this kind of these people no just personally you know just not letting things get out of hand and just staying with what you know you can do you know having days like today is what you mean uh, those good practice sessions correlate to good scores during a tournament you know yeah you can hang on to what you did in practice right right and uh i think there's a lot to be said there i think the fact that you're practicing and then you know you're you're practicing on the smaller face at home it's it's all adding to the skill acquisition of you know aiming and shooting so yeah i mean i feel weird saying i'm proud of you cuz then it puts my you know it's a kind of like people say that when they're talking down to you jim you know what i mean uh, i'm really proud of you you did this thing and you know um, but uh, you know i think all your friends would be very proud to see how you shot today and and how you've been shooting after returning from such a crazy injury. Yeah, I mean, all of us, you know, we were always uh, each other's best cheerleaders. You know, when we were down, we just try to keep each other up and just look to the positive side and uh, just try to keep the focus, you know, on the higher end. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're also each other's worst critics, too. And I think that's another thing that it, it, it kind of helps when your friends, I mean, sometimes they push too hard or the wrong way, you know, as weird as that sounds but uh i think um you know we can all kind of help each other strive a little more like your practice with the smaller target face i'd never would have put it together that that would be such an effective way to to gain a skill but it truly is working well i mean for me everybody's different and that's uh it's been a big help but you know like i said with our in within our little group at times you know we you know we're not afraid to tell each other like hey Stop being so negative. Like Rudy says, be fucking positive. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
Brian Webb says, just smile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just smile. And just, you know, like you said, you know, when those unfortunate shots happen, you, you know, you're like, you look at it through your binoculars, kind of shrug your shoulders, put the next arrow in, pull back, and and right. do what you're supposed to do. Send it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think the, you know, the mantra of today was kind of um, – don't let anything run away from you. I had this metaphor that I had told Brian Webb that it's sometimes shooting is like um, trying to corral a bunch of chickens inside of a hula hoop. And, uh, you know, the chickens are going to move around all crazy and you got to move that hula hoop to kind of, you know, keep them, keep them back inside or, or keep, you know, use a broom or whatever to keep them inside the hula hoop. So that's kind of, it's a very far out metaphor, but I'm, you know, people that know me know I'm a chicken farmer, and so that's kind of how I see things. But, uh, yeah, man. I, I want to use that same adage against you. You're not happy with the one point you dropped, but on the other hand, you had a 27 and a 26X gain. I had a 27X299 and a 24X300. Yeah, and like I asked you before, how many X's would you give for that one point? All of them. <laughs> Absolutely all of them. And that's it's it, you know what was great about today? I've been preaching about how the importance of shooting tens is over the people saying I need to get my X count up, right? Um again, the the phrase I need to get my X count up, I think truly means I need to start executing comfortable shots is what people actually mean to say. And not letting shots go, you know, get out haywire. Yeah. Like we, we, uh, I forget who was saying it, um, but the the point was exact. Was that's in reference because that's more of a telltale sign of how good you're actually shooting. If you have a higher X count, then you know, uh, you know, if all those times where the demons creep in a little bit or you get a little sloppy, you know, versus just catching the line or being a bad shot or dropping out versus if your height your x count is high you're going to half shaft it you know and then that you're going to be not happy with that but right the so guy that shoots poorly. a the guy that shoots a 300 0x is not going to be having a good day oh my god you think you're nervous i mean imagine what his brain's doing <laughs> uh, I, I know what it's doing <laughs> yeah yeah probably what my brain's doing pretty regularly hey uh you know and not to segue too far away from that but did I look like the bad guy shooting off against this young Caleb? No, no. I think uh, you were definitely not the bad guy, but um, there might have been a, a few expendables that were uh, rooting for him a little bit more than they were rooting for you. Like I said on the line, I was like, man, I sure feel like the shooter McGavin, and this is like the, the happy Gilmore coming to take my jacket. <laughs> yeah, there was, that would, that did get a laugh. That was a pretty funny joke. Yeah, well, he took my jacket, so it was actually very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well uh that's gonna wrap up uh today's podcast thanks for being my guest jim absolutely i'm glad to be uh you know i've wanted to get you on for a long time i hope to interview you again soon maybe we can you know talk about outlaws or redding or whatever else is coming down the pipeline we can't talk about outlaws yet we still have a few weeks left oh yeah that's right uh it's indoors still, so let's stay focused, people. Oh, man. I sure hope this kid doesn't show up at Outlaws and fucking take my belt buckle away, too. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Caleb, uh, if you do happen to listen to this ep- episode, tell your family it's a very clean podcast, but that they shouldn't listen to it. And uh, good shooting. Uh, bravo to you. Uh, you give me a lot of hope for the Northern California archers as far as all of us growing as a whole. It, we need people like you to push us and be better. And uh, everyone that shoots good ultimately stands at the back of the pack and pushes everybody forward. And uh, that's your guess what? You're one of the pushers now. So good on you. Um, and uh, thank you guys for listening. I will cut a promo for Carbon Craft now. In eight weeks, we will have the carbon to start making you bars. So I know a lot of people are, you know, uh, wanting a set of these bars. Give it eight weeks, and they will be ready to order. I know it's a long ways away. That's after Vegas. That's actually after the first outlaw. But like Jim said, we won't talk about that. They will be back and up and running. And I think after that, there won't be any huge delays. Um, this uh, shows... What's that, Jimmy? Is something to add? No. You know, like you said, it's uh, supply chain issues, all that uh, BS again. You're going to make this a political show now? Not a bit. I'm just saying <laughs> it, it's everywhere and it affects everybody. Jim's like, you people voted for this. You voted for this and now you don't get your stabilizers. That's what you get. <laughs> Not what I was getting at. Yeah, no, you got a 1776 sticker on your car. I know exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, those bars will be out in, in eight weeks. Um, you know, uh, this show is always brought to you guys by DB Custom Coatings, our friends out in Napa, Darren and Bet, uh, Sarah Coat and all the cool bows. Uh, check them out. They have a really cool Instagram. Bet's bow. Is done. I'm pretty sure Bet's bow is done now. Um, they have a really cool American flag pattern on Bet's bow that I think it's white and titanium. Uh, you guys should check it out. You'll see Bet at all the shoots. You guys will see her in Vegas. They have they wear West Coast colors and they have a big DB Custom Coatings logo on the back of their jersey. Check them out. Darren's bow is pretty sick too, but I like Bet's better. What do you think, Jim? I love it. I love how they always post up new pictures on their Instagram and Facebook pages about all the products they put out. <laughs> they're very up to date with their current projects. So check them out. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, Jim, do you guys want to thank anyone? Ah, I thank Wendell, for, uh, Wendell and Rudy for putting out their podcast. It's always a big help to reinforce what I already know and uh, try to <laughs> institute in all my shooting. Awesome, Jim. Uh, Thanks for being a guest, as always. Uh, I love you, man. You're one of my favorite people in the sport. All right, everyone. There's a show. You have it. Last indoor shoot shoot of the year. And uh, the king has been slayed by a child. (laughs) The king is dead. All right. I'm just like uh, everyone else now. God, that sounds terrible. You got by Aria. <laughs> yeah, I got killed by Arya, man. Arya Stark killed the king. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, there you have it. It's any dog's day. Who says that? I should put that on a goddamn T-shirt. It's any dog's day, ain't it? And uh, this old dog got killed by a puppy.
But uh, anyway, good shooting to Caleb. Good shooting to the Expendables. Uh, all you guys out there, thank you, Wilderness. Thank you, Mike. Mike donated all the money to make this a killer money shoot. So all, everyone that's listening that is interested in shooting this next year, be ready. When the indoor shoots come around, this is a shoot that you can make a lot of money at. You don't have to win it to make money. Uh, they pay out for... You know, uh, they do a blind draw, team blind draw. They they pay out for every qualification round. It's a, it's a great event to make money. Jim, how much money did you make? Uh, I made my entry fees back. Nice. There you have it. It was a hundred dollar entrance fee. Jim made his entrance fee back. I made enough that I w- don't have to worry about making the rent today or this month. So uh, thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Wilderness, and uh, good shooting, Caleb. All right. I hope to see you guys uh, soon. See you guys all out in Vegas. Bye bye, bitches.